This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Everybody, we are back. It's taped online. It was a great win, guys. It's your favorite Raiders podcast, favorite Raiders channel, favorite Raiders whatever. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Hit the like button if you like it. Hit the dislike button if you dislike it. You guys already know what to do. If you like, if you like it, leave a comment. You know, if you dislike it, you know. Leave a comment too. You know, I <laughs> had some battles this week with some of the comments. Some of them are pretty funny, man. You know, so one guy wanted the channel deleted. So here we are, though. We're still here. And uh, the Raiders won. And also, you make sure you follow us on Twitter at the Mark John NFL for me at BD Williams 18. Make sure you go ahead and check out that Manscape, right? Manscape.com discount code TDL. Make sure you guys go uh, there and, you know, represent support us definitely go ahead and you know get that lawnmower 4.0 you know it's almost christmas time guys you know what i'm saying it's almost christmas time it's time to start buying some of those gifts uh for you know for for you uh for your grandparents or you know you, uh you know your, your dad or whatever wh- whatever you want to buy it for you know and even for the ladies for ladies listening you can get it for your husband so definitely uh check it out and uh it's a great day, guys. I mean, we had a great bounce back game after the uh, two back to back ugly performances. Yeah. From the offense, the offense bounced back and had a great game. They were great today. <laughs> it's probably one of the uh, you know best you know offense performances from a Raiders team in a long time. Um, you know, I saw Josh DeBoe post some stats. Um, I forgot the yards per play, but it was almost nine yards. <laughs> so hold on, I'm gonna get this for you guys. But yeah, it was one of the yeah. best offensive performances that you've seen from this team in a while. Um, and it was just it's just crazy. I mean, they had 52 plays, 426 yards. Like that is pretty efficient. You know, I, I, I that's what I've been talking about is I want this offense to become efficient again. And I think that was that was what was really missing from what we saw, man, from, you know, they were able to run the ball better today. Right. They were able to, you know, pass. They had some, a good offensive line, a lot of uh a lot of play action. You know, I wouldn't say it's a lot of play action, but a lot more play action. More. Th- more, more play, play action, action than we usually yeah. see, right? So um, it was very nice. We, we saw some of the plays that I, I, I hit it out. And I just, I, you know, I just want to say this, that I think it's time to probably say that the, the play designer, the guy who designs the plays, is finally just calling the plays. And you guys see what happens. You saw, saw what happens. And I don't know if everybody's hating on Greg Olson, man. It's just funny, like the whole week, everybody's hating on Greg Olson. Oh, he's gonna suck. He's gonna do all this stuff. He's gonna do all of this. And that's what that is perspective with me, right? Josh Freeman, Blake Portals. All right, he had buzz around all. He had some of you guys. You went to 2016 thinking you had Blake Portals on your fantasy team. You would be all right. You thought you're gonna be okay, right? And then you know you would <laughs> not Greg Olson. So that's why I wanted to ask yeah. you, uh-huh. you know, Olsen being there, it ha- how much has changed from you? I mean, and you're a guy who watches Raiders offense, obviously probably more than just by anyone on the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, who's not in the build, who's not in the building. Um, but so with Olsen there, are we seeing like back to kind of like ball control oriented, like putting together like big drives? Is Carr still slinging it at the same rate that he has been this year? Like what, what changed? It's balance to me. I think it, they're, they're setting things up. So you'll notice like in this game, in the second half, they attacked downfield pretty much the whole second half. But in the first half, there's a little bit of a drought, right? There's a little bit of a drought, kind of a slow period. But they're because they're throwing a lot of short passes. Everything was kind of short. Everything was kind of thrown short in shorter areas. You know, even like the throw to Renfro that he got held on. Um, I mean, that was a, a short throw. So they were setting everything up. And then even the Kenyon Drake throw, I mean, on that same drive, I mean, he hit him on a choice route, same kind of route. I mean, even though it's it's designed for him to go wherever he wants to go, either inside or outside, that outside motion still made uh, Johnson jump on it, right? And then when Drake, you know, hit the wheel, it was open. And that's that's setting things up. And that's why the deep passes at, the, at in the second half were there because the Broncos had to respect the short game too. I mean, you couldn't just couldn't just back up. Right. I mean, I think that's what teams were doing the last couple of weeks. They just kept backing up and the Raiders just kept designing these plays. Right. And there's more setups today and more thought process behind what were our plan is for the game. You know, there's more of a thought process. And that's why they're able to tack downfield and get more one on ones and get better looks later in the game because they were setting them up. You know, you, you can't yeah. just let them just drop back, man. I mean, the Bears were just dropping back. <laughs> you know, and there's no game plan to bring them up. And that's what happened in this game. So. Right. Okay. So get, kind of messing with the rules a little bit and getting their underneath defenders, um, you know, sold it up. I think, um, you know, when I, when I was watching it, I think I watched uh Broncos defense earlier today or maybe like last night, but I, I saw that inside linebacker and I was like, okay, that guy, he's not gonna be able to cover anyone. Kenny Andre, you know, mm, yeah, got him on that wheel route um so yeah so that that's definitely a good thing to see I, I mean obviously proofs in the pudding they they scored like a crazy amount 34 points against you know this is a talented defense obviously it's not yeah. and they're playing they're not playing their best ball right now mm-hmm. especially that defensive line isn't getting a lot of pressure on the quarterback but yeah one. you got von miller out there you know you got um simmons out yeah. there mm-hmm. pa- patrick Sertan, like he had a great game um you know he's probably the only guy in the secondary who had a great game for them but it's it's a talented uh defense obviously so uh, poses some problems but the Raiders handled it um let's let's jump over to defense real quick you know something that uh was interesting to me watching just like how much ball production the secondary was getting like in terms of contestant catches pass breakups right I mean like we could go down the list right here uh, Corey Littleton had that one in the end zone where he deflected it. Um, uh, Faceon, Faceon came in out of nowhere with three pass breakups. K- uh, Hayward had a pr- pass breakup. Trayvon, uh, Trayvon Merrick had a pass breakup. Jonathan Abram had an interception. You know, so it was uh, it was pretty fun to see the the amount of ball production in the secondary. I think that that's that's gonna be a key. You know, like this people got to step up in coverage. Um, and it's not just rallying to the flat and, you know, gang tackling and, you know, hustling to the football. It's also, you know, breaking up some passes. So I think that that's really good. Obviously, Amik Robertson struggled. What 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 week was it when he came in? Uh, it was uh, week four. F- week four he came in, right? 
So week four, he came in, he had a good game. Yeah. Since then, he's struggled hard, mm-hmm. like bad. And then yeah. it really came, it really came to a head today. You know, as soon as Faceon got hurt, I mean, Faceon came in for him because he was struggling so bad. Um, he was giving up catches to, you know, all those guys out there. Um, some, some of the things like, you know, teams, how teams like to attack cover three, uh, you know, heavy, heavy teams that they like to run like that deep stop route, you know, that deep curl route. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, and then have someone in the flat and they kind of put that curl flat defender in conflict and they, the quarterback just throws wherever that curl flat defender doesn't go, you know, wherever he's not. Yeah. And it, it puts the uh, corners on an Island sometimes defending that comeback, you know, like that deep comeback, that deep stop route, that deep pitch route, whatever you want to call it, the curl route. Um, Meek Robinson was getting eaten up on those. Casey Hayward uh, gave up a couple of those too, but Faceon came and broke up, I think, two passes on, uh, on that on that concept. You thought saw, you saw Jonathan Abram hang in that curl window, get that interception against that concept late later in the game, you know, when the game was basically over, you know, to put the game away. So um, encouraged by those guys. Faceon obviously came in. I'm going to have to really dive into the tape. I'm excited to watch, you know, what this guy's all about. Uh, it was funny because when Amik was struggling, I was like, "Man, it would be a great, it would have been a great time to have Isaiah Johnson, right?" Because I forgot all about Faceon. Someone hit me up. I think a couple people, matter of fact, hit me up in the DMs on Twitter, and they were like, "Are you going to do a Brandon Faceon, uh, you know, like breakdown?" And I was like, "Nah, man. Like, this guy's like a practice squad player. Like, right? Like, I'm not going to be, you know, wasting my time with that." Yo, he showed he showed me like he's legit, right? So yeah. I gotta I gotta you know cut the tape on and see what Brandon Faceon's all about. But he had a good game for sure. Yeah, yeah, I, I thought the defense played well. I mean, you know, there's a lot of pass rush is is one of the best in the league, and you know they really showed out again. So I mean the the defense they they look like they could be beat by like a really good quarterback. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I don't know how many good quarterbacks could be facing. I also think that's going to be a closer game. Obviously, the final score made it look like it was closer than it was. Yeah. Because Raiders dominated that game. Yeah. So they got some garbage time, you know, scores. But but anyways, um, you know, it would have been a closer game if Jerry Judy wasn't, let's let's keep it real. You know, just seeing how much these corners were struggling to defend Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton, uh, I apologize, Cortland Sutton, if I, you know, took a dig at him in our preview yeah because because he hasn't really done anything so far this year and i'm thinking that he's hurt or he's coming back off injury man he had a monster game really he was he was a big deal he was tough to cover cover for the raiders Mm -hmm. but uh but all the other guys on the broncos like the raiders were strapping those guys making every single catch you know a contested catch basically Mm -hmm. so uh so yeah i mean i agree with you a great a great quarterback is gonna be able to, to handle this defense yeah but you know, like you're saying, how many great quarterbacks are, are there out there? And the, and these guys, yeah, they're stack they're stacking the improvements together. We're seeing slowly yeah. areas that were question marks kind of get answered. So yeah, I, I'm encouraged by the by the progress. Let's jump back over to offense. Um, I was noticing that the offensive line was, in my opinion, yes, I think that there were some really good timed runs mm-hmm. that were that were successful yeah. but it didn't really look like they were getting a bunch of push and there's like plenty of runs that were stuffed for like you know uh, a stop basically you know like two or three yards yeah. so what what are you seeing from the offensive line including some pass protection uh, i thought pass protection was, was uh good on the initial watch you know you know with o-line I always like to go back because i feel like with all 22 that's how you really can tell how the o-line playing 
you know, I really don't like to super judge them off broadcast, but um, from what I saw, you know, Derek Carr did have a lot of good pockets and, you know, the Broncos will have a good pass rush. And, you know, I mentioned that on a preview, they just don't have a good pass rush really. Right. And they have to manufacture pressure. So when they start blitzing car, that's when, you know, car is able to you know make some big plays downfield. And that's what we saw. I thought they picked up blitzes better. I mean, they had that one mistake that led to almost, uh, you know, ruined a, a third and two Renfro was able to get open, uh, you know, but they, they're, they're hit and miss right right now, but you just want them to be solid, put out some solid, solid performances. Cause I think that's all they need to be. I don't think they need to be great. I just think they need to be, a solid offensive line. I think we saw a solid performance today. I mean, it probably wasn't a great performance. I'm sure I cut on the tape and like Brandon Parker's getting ran over or something. I'm sure <laughs> something, something happened like that. You know, there's probably something, some kind of little quirks that they're having, but it looked like they communicated a little better. I, I, I think they mixed up the run game a little bit too. Um, you know, the touchdown with Kenyon Drake was still like mid zone, but, you know, um, I think they mixed up the run game a little bit as well you know i did see a little bit more power than we usually see but you know i, I gotta dig into that too you know to to really get a feel for that but I, I liked what i saw and i just think that the control and the way the play calling was i thought it was great um you know Derek carr even made a mention of that too how you know they're getting the plays in so quick that he was able to make a lot of changes at the line because the plays were coming in quicker than they usually do so i thought that was a uh, um interesting okay <laughs> he said that bro that's what he said all so, right <laughs> all right that's interesting yeah exactly. Some, something that i noticed yeah you know um i think that when you have that play action that helps that helps your offensive line if your offensive line is struggling you mm-hmm. know you, you you know you get the quarterback outside the pocket you know you get him on the move a little bit change up that uh, that uh the rushers the, pa- the defensive pass rushers change up their game plan yeah constantly keep them trying to figure out okay how do i rush the passer here how do i get pressure on the quarterback by doing things like that you can't just like drop back all game right yeah. you gotta do gotta do some different things especially if you're i mean unless you have an incredible offensive line you can drop back all game i guess but the raiders do not uh so definitely supplementing you talked about the play action i think we saw some, we saw some bootlegs they weren't yeah. effective Mm-hmm. They weren't effective in terms of the production on the field for that play. Yeah. But where they were effective was now defensive ends are going, okay, I have to worry about the, this boot action. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so lining up a little wider, maybe rush yeah. a little wider, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Changes their game plan. That's going to help the offensive line out when you do things like that. We yeah. saw, and we've seen, honestly, even under Gruden, obviously mm-hmm. when the offensive line had like struggles as, at some points, they do some things to keep give, give them some help. And I think that they do as good a job as any team in the NFL in terms of scheming their liabilities on the offensive line yeah. in, into being like manageable, serviceable, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but you can't do that without the, without the balance, right? Like you're talking about the, the quick game was there. Yeah. They were uh, r- running the ball. There, there were some effective run plays. It wasn't like great run performance or anything like that, but yeah. it was, it was effective. It was solid, mm-hmm. you know? So you can't do that without, you know, these other areas of the game clicking together, right? Yeah, and, and, and you know, I, I want to talk about, like, a lot of this. They're trying to do a lot of sprint outs. They're trying to get Carr on yeah. the move a lot, um, you know, trying to get him out there. Some of them didn't work, like the third and two, you know, before they missed that field goal early on. That yeah. one didn't work, but, I mean, that was still uh, – I, I still think that's uh, a good idea, especially when, they're you know, they're struggling on short yardage to, you know, try to get him on the move and get some of those throws – 
going. You know what I mean? And just it didn't work this week, but you know, it could work next week. Uh, him getting on the move, like they did some RPOs too, where they got car on the move as well. Um, that didn't work, but I, I still like the ideas of, of getting him, you know, outside the pocket too. And, and you know, you want to talk about Henry Ruggs, and you know, I, I, I've been talking about him like all year. I, I thought he's just definitely took a next step like crazy, you know, for sure. For sure. And, and for sure. I, I think him and Carr have like a great connection that, you know, I think that's not being it's highlighted. developing. It's developing. I don't know if it's developing. I, I, I think it's great okay. now. I'm going to tell you why it's great now. Okay. Right? Tell me. All right. I'm going to tell you why it's great now because Derek Carr anticipates with Henry Ruggs okay. like crazy. And it, like, I'm telling you probably every deep ball that you guys saw, I bet Derek Carr threw that early as hell. I bet he, yeah. I, I haven't seen it, but I, I bet money that he threw that ball before he even broke out. I bet it because yeah. he's been doing that all year. I mean, even there's been times where he's been anticipating where he's going to go. And the guy that like the corners, like, two yards in front of rugs, but he just throws it up because he knows rugs could outrun him. And I think they have a great connection on deep balls. They're seven for 11 this year on throws over 20 yards. Hey, seven 11. That's a lot, bro. So I, 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 I think is, have you ever I, seen a wide receiver have this much, much production through six games against cover zero blitzes? Like Henry rugs is the cover zero killer. Yeah, Why? Why do you do this to yourselves, defenses? I don't know. Every every single team that the Raiders have beat this year, they're cover zero blitzing them, and Henry Ruggs comes down with a long bomb. It's like, are you guys watching the tape at all? Stop no, doing that. They're not. You can't leave their corner out to dry with no safety help. Like, you can't do that, you know? So that's dumb, yeah. first of all. You, and you see uh, Darren Carr on, that, on the bomb. Filthy route. Great route from Ruggs, okay? Yeah. And Derek Carr, he see, he's got an all-out blitz. Like, there was no safety there. It was – definitely cover zero I, yeah. I don't have to cut cut the all 22 on yeah. like there wasn't a post safety just like twiddling his thumbs in the middle like no there was no one there right yeah. uh-huh. so Carr has to like back up back up back up back up and throw off his back foot obviously because they're, they're sending the house yeah. at him and like you're saying he's probably throwing it before henry ruggs even breaks <laughs> I bet, out I bet buddy right he is. i bet he is so but it's a it's a great um i've seen some people on twitter they're talking about like specifically that play but a couple other plays they're talking about Derek Carr hanging the ball up a little bit. And just my opinion, it, on that specific play, you can hang the ball because it's cover zero. There's no safety there. And you let the wide receiver adjust. Yeah. That's great play. You don't have to throw a laser against, you know, cover zero. No, like let him adjust to that. That's fine. Especially because I think, in my opinion, Henry Ruggs has big man game. He has a big man kind of like mentality when the ball's in the air, the contest catches the body control. I don't think that he's like he's not like an Amari Cooper where where we were used to seeing Amari Cooper like to make make it look real chill and he just like to just like run underneath it and put his hands up late and catch it in stride. Yeah. That's Amari Cooper's thing. He likes to make it look effortless out there. Now Henry Ruggs likes to go up for it, right? So it's I think and, and I think it took Carr a little bit to to adjust to Henry Ruggs' style because you're thinking, okay, he's a speed guy. Right, he's like a finesse guy. No, no, no. He's a, he's a beast at the catch point guy. You just throw, just throw it, it out. That's what I've been saying. Just throw it to him. Yeah, and, and, and you know, people get mad about some of the underthrows, but you don't want you don't want to overthrow him because this this is what it happened. Okay, so either if Derek Carr just throws it to him, right, just throws it up. There's, there's a couple things that's gonna happen, right? He's so fast that he's gonna speed by the guy, right? And then if he underthrows it, it's pi, or 
Ruggs jumps up in the air and he catches it. I mean, it's just been happening all year. That's what I'm talking about. They're seven for yeah. 11. Because if Derek Carr has like underthrown, he just catches it anyways. So, yeah. I mean, that that's kind of where we're at at this point. And, and that's, the, and that's why think, you have to yeah, throw it to him. The margin for error, right? When you're throwing to Henry Ruggs, now it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a pretty big margin for error that you have because if you do underthrow it, he can still cut it off and jump higher you know, and, and jump higher than the uh, corner. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and you can't, over, like we saw, it, it's way better to hang the ball out there a little bit, especially when you got a guy who's that athletic and that explosive. Yeah. Then what we saw like a little earlier in Ruggs career, which is being overthrown somehow by Carr. Yeah. Oh, I mean, the, and, the, and when they have missed this year, it's because Carr over, over, he, he overthrew him. Yeah. Like, I mean, if, if he don't overthrow, don't overthrow him. <laughs> Don't overthrow. Why not? Why Always not? Why? give him a chance. Yeah, give him a chance. Always right? give him a chance because 100%. he might. He's gonna. He's gonna jump up and catch it. I mean, we even saw it last year. There's flashes of it last year, right? But now it's consistent to me. I'm like, you just throw, just throwing the ball. <laughs> let's get it. Worst scenario, like I don't think he's gonna throw. A pick um, let's uh, let's okay. move on. Okay, my bad. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Um, okay, let's uh, let's move on. One more thing before we get out of here. First okay. of all. Shout out to Sunjoku in the chat. Kevin Wynn, he said uh, it's pronounced Phazon for Brandon Phazon. Okay. okay, so I appreciate that, man. Uh, holla at you. Holla at Tokyo Raider in the chat. Appreciate you guys. Um, talk, let's talk about the Raiders' run defense, okay? Okay. The Broncos still put up 100 yards rushing on the ground. Okay. They had Their backs had similar yards per carry average as they had all year. Okay. 4.8 for Javante Williams, 5.0 for Melvin Gordon. I think that the effectiveness okay. of the run defense, though, was present. Some of those drives that they stalled, that they weren't getting points on, it started with a run stuff, right, early in the early in the drive. That's how you got to stop this team. And they limited chunk plays, right? Like, we've seen both of these backs so far this year. You give them, you give them an inch, they're going to take a mile yeah. on you, mm-hmm. right? Um, and the Raiders did not allow that to happen. So the chunk gains didn't happen in the run game. That's crucial, crucial to the success of this game, playing the complimentary football. They were able to stop the run. And I think that this defense can stop the run if they want to. I think that the previous two weeks going up against the Chargers mm-hmm. and the Bears, they weren't really worried about stopping the run. And you could just kind of tell, like, their defensive line were just getting straight into their pass first. They were just going straight after the quarterback. And then, like, oh, there's a – Oh, it's a run play. My bad. You know, and and you know, just like not being in a good position, they they focus, they emphasize on stopping run. So I think that they can do a solid job at it if if the emphasis is there. But we'll see if that continues to be the case, depending on the matchup. But certainly, it had to be the case this week. Like that's what they hang their hat on. That's how this offense works. The Broncos' offense works mm-hmm. is by running the ball. Uh, that you know, if if you have to put it all on Teddy Bridgewater's shoulders, no offense to Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, I like Teddy Bridgewater as much as the next guy. You know, but he's not gonna you know, put the team on our shoulders and, and, and you know, crawl out, uh, crawl out of like a, a huge deficit mm-hmm. by airing it out. Right. Let's, let's just be honest. Yeah. So that helps for sure. Great job by the defense. Yeah. And defensive line, they were dominant today, man. You know, they were, they were, uh, I'm surprised that Teddy Bridgewater finished the game. He's a tough guy. Yeah. He's a tough guy. He could have been a boxer because he was in deep water. He yeah. was getting, he was getting uh, hit a lot. Um, and, and he kept on getting up off the mat. And playing so so credit to him he's he's a warrior he's tough but often uh defensive line was was wreaking havoc in this game wreaking havoc man everybody was like the, they're all over them so 
I mean, Max Crosby had probably the sickest play I've seen him make this year. And it was a run stop. It wasn't even a sack. Yeah. But he just like completely like dead leg the tight end and just cut into the backfield. I'm, I'm going to highlight it on TV yeah. on the, on the, on the review show for sure. That was a sick play. Max Crosby has some really good plays. Yeah, man. I was, I was a little disappointed in Yannick and Gakway though. I thought that when I was watching him on the broadcast copy, yeah. he was running around the pocket the entire mm. uh, game. And I wasn't, I wasn't seeing a steady, you know, rush from him. And I thought that clean furrow was in a lot more than usual. So I think that there might be an entry there Okay. for Yannick. That is true. Farrell did play a lot more snaps, I think, than uh, usual. Then, yeah, for sure, than usual. Yeah, 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 yeah. some decent so, rushes, though. I mean, he, you know, he looked like a, a decent power rusher out there. Can oh, Clee, Clee, yeah. yeah these these tackles aren't good. I'm telling you, these tackles aren't good. I, mean, I, I, I watched <laughs> yeah. them. I was like, oh, okay, these guys aren't looking good yeah, here. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not. I'm not. Yeah, we, we got we got to see against a better team, honestly. Um, so th- that's it. Instant reactions. I think it's a great, uh, great win, especially the context of the game. If you just like take a step back from the X's and O's and technique and everything that's going on out there where you just lost their head coach dealing with having a new voice, you know, be, you know, have the command in the room, in the building, uh, with, uh, Rich Passaccia. I think that he is a good leader, mm-hmm. uh, just judging off of, you know, kind of the, uh, you know, some of the press conferences that we've seen, some of the times that you see him on the sidelines during like the mic depth sessions. Yeah. Some of, some of the things that the Raiders players have said about Rich Passaccia. Uh, so I think he is a good leader. Um, but y- you got to find out like on Sundays, how that, how that translates. Right. So I think that this is a good step in, it's a step in the right direction. Raiders got to finish this though. Right. Um, and, and to be honest, Broncos, let's, let's be honest, not a great team. Right. No, they're not. So it's yeah, they they handled business. They did what they had to do. They went on the road. They beat a division opponent on the mm-hmm. road. Division opponent was missing some key players and had kind of their offense turned into not a great offense without yeah. those, you know, receivers who were, were missing and everything like that. So we'll see how the rematch goes. But um, yeah, I think they they did what they had to do. We got two uh NFC East opponents coming up next. You know, one of the worst divisions in professional football. So hopefully, you know, we we can get on a roll here before the yeah. bye week. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, they definitely gotta handle some of these games now that they're coming up, uh, especially that in front of them. But you know, they gotta show up. So we can we can talk about how they're favored or whatever. Gotta show up. They gotta show gotta, up. Gotta show up. Yeah. But yeah, they did what they had to do. It's uh, again, not a great team, so they don't get like too much kudos for this. Too many pads on the back, right? I mean, they kind of beat them down. <laughs> If they're not playing yeah. a great team, yeah. you, you, they, you beat them down. You, you, right. you, you feel you feel good about a team that's you you playing a team that's not good, and you go in there on the road and you beat them down. Yeah, I think you, you, I think you, you beat them down. You got to feel the, good about that to me. The advantage, though, believe it or not, and yeah. people might disagree with me. I think that the Raiders did have an advantage going from everything that they had on tape was Gruden had had his hands on, yeah. right? Yeah, and now this is going to be the week where it's like, now I'm sure. What's his face? Fangio is like, you know, trying to check out all that Blake Bortles film that you're talking about, like trying to get an idea what how Olsen is going to And it. It makes it difficult to prepare yeah. for a team when there is a change like that. You know, even if even if no one's fired, if like a, a head coach calls the plays and he goes, OK, actually, I'm going to, you know, step down and let someone else call the plays. Those kind of performances Usually yeah. that's tough for defenses, right? You, you know, you've seen that over the years, that first, that fresh offensive coordinator mid season, there's a, there was a, 
change of responsibilities and the offense corner has a good game. So they definitely had the advantage. I think some, some of the mystery, some, and probably you're going to show us um, on Tuesday or Wednesday. I agree with that. I agree with that. That's, that's some different things, some different things that, uh, that they did that mm-hmm. the Broncos probably were not ready for. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Which means are the Eagles going to be ready for this, some of that stuff then too? It's going to be a couple of weeks before they, somebody gets ready for it. Basically by that thought process to me. Okay. Sounds good to me. <laughs> let's do it all right uh, all right ready nation we appreciate everyone for tuning in uh this is the tape don't lie raiders film channel we're doing a live reaction of the raiders win over the broncos 34 to 24 um we appreciate everyone for tuning in to this live uh live reaction show make sure you follow us on twitter follow marcus at the mark john nfl follow myself at bd williams 18 also hit up manscape okay into the promo code tdl for 20 percent off plus free shipping any Manscaped product, get something for someone during this holiday season. That's it for us, Raider Nation. We appreciate you guys. Go Raiders.